Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. I'm Mike Kachopoli. Okay, a little bit late today, half hour late, and it's going to be a little bit of a truncated edition, maybe about an hour. I know we usually go an hour and a half, sometimes longer, but I literally just landed. Not just minutes, like a few hours ago, a couple of hours ago, I just landed. I just got in from, from Florida. I'm back in San Francisco. So I'm like exhausted. It was like a six hour flight. And you know what? I don't, there's so much that annoys me about flying. You know, luckily I got in just before they bring the mask mandates back. So I at least didn't have to wear a mask for six hours. But I, uh, it, I think obviously going through security, going through TSA, all of that stuff is, is incredibly annoying. I hate it. Um, taking the shoes off, going through those ridiculous rituals. That's what always amazes me about this country. It's like, we don't respond to anything correctly. It's all fear, hysteria, and what's supposed to be temporary goes on for decades. Remember the shoe thing. T- TSA itself was supposed to be temporary, right? The shoe thing was certainly temporary, and two decades later, we're still doing these rituals, like masks. These are rituals. They don't do any good, right? Doesn't, it's like once the bomber, once the bombers think about the shoe thing, they're going to move on to something else. They're not going to do shoes again. It's like it's so fucking ridiculous how reactionary we are in this country. Right. We take our shoes off because some schmuck, some asshole schmuck almost burned his foot off, did a shoe bomb, tried to do a shoe bomb on an airplane. So we tried to do that. We, we did that. And that made no sense. And uh, of course, so after the fact, we do it. We do everything after the fact. Now, why would a terrorist do something again once they've done it already? And then we know they've done it already. Right. They're going to look for the next thing to do. Right. Then they can look for the next thing to do. So we need to be ahead of them, not behind them. Just like we're ahead of the viruses, ahead of the terror, we're behind everything. And we just do these reactionary, ridiculous things, these knee-jerk things that make no, that all they do is inconvenience people and hurt the regular masses. They just hurt and inconvenience the general masses. The terrorists laugh in our faces, just like the virus, if it could laugh. If that little virus and the spikes could laugh, it would be going hee because we're a bunch of fucking idiots in this country. That's why. Because the people running these these agencies are fucking morons. They're not worth shit. Yes, I'm in a bad mood. Long flight. And though during the whole flight, I bought the $8 Wi-Fi. United has lowered their Wi-Fi. It used to be like $40 to go coast to coast. Now it's only 8 bucks, so I bought it. And I'm, I don't know why I did. You know, I'm trying to get sleep and I can't get sleep because I'm seeing this motherfucker, this old shriveled up old El Fauci all over. I thought he was dead. What well, didn't die? Didn't he die? I thought I, I could have sworn he died. Oh, no, that was a dream I had the other night. So excuse me while I'm eating a Pop-Tart. You see, I'm just trying to get some sustenance here. This is me, 1130 p.m. Pacific. Really, my body clock is 2.30 a.m. Eastern right now. And I have a Pop-Tart and, a, and an energy drink. Tell me I'm not dedicated. Tell me I'm not fucking dedicated, Sachs. Hey, Sachs, you listening? I'm dedicated, buddy. Um, so I'm listening to this old shriveled up. I thought they he had. I thought they at least had chucked him across the. Didn't DeSantis order him chucked across the Potomac? No one did that yet. Someone should actually do that. Chuck him across. If he doesn't make it all the way across, you know, what are you gonna do? But I'm watching him come out again. Giving his, this is like, like his final, final, didn't he give his final speech months ago? Wasn't he retiring a long time ago? And now he gave his final, final pre 
Thanksgiving pre-winter of death and destruction. This is the third straight winter of death and destruction. Are they, are they, are they ever, are they without shame? Are these people totally without shame? It's the third straight winter of destruction, the death and destruction. The last two never happened. So they, they talk about it again. Is this, how pathetic are these fools, really? I guess, I guess big pharma stock options needed a boost before the holidays. I guess the 401ks, I guess, you know, that goes in the end of the year. It depends on what happens at the end of the year if you're going to take money out. So they want to boost their stocks for the last month of the year. So their 401ks are nice and bloated come Christmas time. So they could buy their spoiled, rotten, spoiled, big pharma children gifts, I guess. They don't have enough fucking money. They need more money lavished on them. So here comes Fauci and that other guy, Ja, who belongs, he's, he claims to be a doctor. He belongs in a fucking Bollywood movie. If I had time today, I would have done a production number. I would have had that music playing with this asshole talking because he belongs in a fucking Bollywood movie, not in the fucking White House telling people what to do. They're still on with their shit about the vaccinate, unvaccinated, they're going to kill everybody. They're still on with this shit after we know for three fucking years that the vaccines don't stop the spread. These fucking doctors who are making millions of dollars don't know what every other fucking person in this world knows, that the vaccines don't stop the spread. And now we have studies coming out showing this last booster. The boosters get, they get shittier and shittier as you go along. They get shittier and shittier as you go along. They were, they were tap water, then they were bath water, now they're toilet water, basically. And yet they're, they're promoting these things as though they're going to end COVID. Like they said masks were going to end COVID three years ago. Like they said the first two shots were going to end COVID three years ago. Like they said the lockdowns were going to end COVID three fucking years ago. Like they said the mandates were going to end COVID three fucking years ago. And yet they keep fucking talking. They keep fucking talking. And we allow them to keep fucking talking because this administration is run by an old, demented, piece of shit, shriveled up cunt. That's why. Who can save us? Maybe Ron DeSantis can save us. So basically, just by these assholes like Ja, I pronounce that name right? I don't give a shit if I'm not. J-H-A, how else do you say it? And Fauci, it's Fauchim, it's Fauchim, it's Fauchim. <clears throat> He's Natalian, I don't know what I mean. So by just coming out there and talk about all this stuff, Related to a pandemic, aren't they proving that their boss is a demented, Alzheimer-ridden old fool? Because didn't their boss, the Alzheimer-ridden old fool, say three months ago that the pandemic was over? Didn't he walk around that factory and say the pandemic was over? Isn't it wonderful? No one's wearing masks the way that should be. Didn't he just say that? So by coming out now, three months after their old, demented, old fool boss says the pandemic is over, by them talking about these things as though it's two and a half years ago, doesn't that mean, aren't they showing, aren't they proving their boss is a fucking schmuck without saying he's a schmuck? Just by doing this, aren't they saying he's an idiot, he's a fucking moron, he's a fool? Uh, that's the way I see it. But they're wrong with the same old nonsense. Their same old nonsense. The vaccines will stop the spread. Get the vaccines. You won't get the... They're saying the same, the same lies over and over and over again. The same proven lies. Scientific lead pipe cinch proof lies over and over and over and over again. Anyone who buys it deserves the shit world they are living in. 
Anyone who buys this shit, anyone who's gullible enough to buy the shit the 85th fucking time around deserves shit. Deserves to be in a world of shit. Deserves their shit existence. If you believe this stuff, the 85th fucking time around. How many times do you have to be lied to before you stop listening to these fucking morons, big pharma whores? You know, if you looked at Fauci's mouth close enough, you could see Albert Borla's cum dripping from it. You had to look close because he probably tried to wipe most of it off, but there was still some of it left. Borla's nut was still left on his on the sides of his mouth. Fauci, if you look close enough, you could see it. I could see it. You think he gets on his knees with Borla standing over him? Or do you think Borla's sitting on a couch or lying on a bed and Fauci's on his knees? I'm trying to figure out the image. It's one of those. And then a couple of press people try to do their job and they start asking Fauci about the origins. I mean, what they should really do, I, I get it. I, the, origins, the origins are important. And the hearings will happen. And Fauci will sweat. And Fauci will be subpoenaed. And Fauci will be dragged in to testify in front of many House committees starting in about six weeks. So it's not the last. It's the last he'll be at that podium like Lord Jesus Christ. But he'll be sitting and having to testify for many, many months. Maybe he'll have a heart attack from it. We could all be so lucky. But then again, I'm a pessimist. So the reporter says something about the origins and, and Christine Jean-Pierre, another fucking low IQ idiot, says we're not answering those questions. But what they should be yelling is, okay, thanks. Where's the where's your data? Has the press ever asked where's the data? Can you put up show us the data? Do you have the PowerPoint? Can you show us PowerPoint data showing that booster number twenty seven will do what the first twenty six boosters didn't do? Can you put up the data, please? Because all the data we're seeing is showing booster number 27 is weaker than the first 26, which were shit to begin with. Look at Vinay Prasad's Twitter account. He has all the data on there that shows this booster is garbage. But then again, it's the same. It's, they're all offshoots of the same vaccine. So it's all garbage. There's no new vaccine. It's all the same stuff recycled. These are fucking shysters. They're snake oil salesmen. They're giving you the same snake oil with a different label on it. They haven't come up with any miracle drug, any miracle thing, miracle vaccines. The same fucking thing. Recycled so they can make money so these fat cats can get fucking fatter. Maybe they'll fucking explode. When are we going to tell, when are we just going to shut these fucking people up? When are we going to shut them up by any means necessary? Shut them up. They have hurt people. They continue to hurt and kill people. Fauci's been killing people for four fucking decades. He killed thousands and thousands of gay men in the 80s. But no one cares about that. No one cares about all those gay men that Fauci killed. Why is that? The virtue signals don't care that Tony Fauci killed gay men? No, the virtue signals only care about he, him, they, they, it, zed, fuck up their fucking asshole. They don't care that he actually killed real gay men, real homosexual men. With his poison AZT, if you're wondering what I'm talking about. 
Pushing is poison. You get it? Don't you get the connection? Poison AZT, poison vaccines. Poison AZT, poison vaccines. Poison AZT, for big pharma money, kill people. Poison vaccines for big pharma billions, kill people. Do you get it? Fauci's been killing people for big pharma profits his entire fucking career. Then I got to hear this other old demented, shriveled up fuck, Geraldo Rivera, going on Twitter saying he's a, he's a, he's a genius. He's a, he's a deity. This is why people need to be forced retirement. You get to a certain age and you fucking lose it. Geraldo Rivera used to have a fucking brain. Every time I see him on Fox now, it's like he's a sympathy figure. They put him on as a fucking sympathy figure. It's time to fucking retire. Fauci, Biden, Geraldo, get to a certain age. Get the fuck off. Get the fuck off. I don't want to see you anymore. Retire. Most people in the real world have to retire by a certain age. Retire. Um, I'm piping mad and Brady's going to try to help me and calm me down. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Am I allowed to talk about whatever I want? <laughs> oh, of course. Always, always. All right. How about where Donald Trump gets his girlfriends? But he has a wallet with money in it. And he uses that money to purchase his girlfriends from Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was killed. Yeah, but before he was killed, Donald Trump would purchase girlfriends like Celine Middlefart from Jeffrey Epstein. I guess. I don't know. Who cares? Did you really care about that? I care yeah, about I care about that. a lot of things. <laughs> you guys got a lot of money. Buy women. What do you want? The worst things well, in life. He also like had doctors. to purchase his current wife from Jeffrey Epstein as well. Life. The worst things in life, like an old elf doctor who kills people. But that's worse. I think that's worse. You know what? We prioritize, right? An well, old Jeffrey doctor. Epstein was trying to impregnate 25 women at a time in underground laboratories. And the left loves grooming kids. <clears throat> I mean, they're fucked up people all around. They really are. Yeah, and so why is Donald Trump purchasing his wife from the left? I don't know. I, I, Brady, I, I got to say, I'm not really into this. I love you, Brady. I, I well, don't. I don't blame you for not being into this. It has to do with your, your father figure. <laughs> well, that's idiotic, my father figure. It I'm intimately not, links your father figure to I, Jeffrey I, I, Epstein. I, I, I've, I've gone after, I go after Trump more than, more than anti-Trumpers go after Trump. I mean, what do you mean a father figure? My father figure is Ron DeSantis. Uh, oh, Ron DeSantis. Okay. Yeah. So you're, I, thought you were, I thought you were a Donald fan. Where do you get that? You're making stuff up. I, I did, man. I apologize. That was my bad. A Donald fan. I'm a Donald fan. No, I'm not a Donald fan. I'm not You're a fan. Not a Donald I, I, I made it very clear. I'm you, not just a, gained, you, know you just gained like a thousand cool points for I'm not, not worshiping Donald. I'm not a fan of anyone that age other than my parents. Okay? That's it. Right? I, That's I've, what learned, I'm I've learned people that age should not be in these high-level positions. You know what they can I do? They can... You. They can go to Walmart and they can be greeters. And yeah. that's about it. Ron DeSantis is the Florida governor, right? Yes. That's just one yeah, guy. I actually think he did a great job in COVID-19, man. I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I'll give him credit where credit's due. And, you know, I'm a one-issue guy right now. That's a very important thing that he had the foresight that most people didn't have. Most leaders didn't have. I had it. Most mm -hmm. leaders didn't have it. And he did. And that's a very important thing. You look at, you can look at other issues that come down the line. We don't know what they'll be, right? They could be economic. They could be sociopolitical. They could be foreign. It could be anything. 
And you're thinking, okay, the guy had foresight on something as big as COVID. Maybe he'll have foresight when it comes to the next possible war or not getting involved. You never know, right? It could be a lot of things. You know, maybe he'll see the next economic turn or collapse before. You don't know. But the guy showed foresight with COVID. So I'm hoping and praying that the guy can show foresight for other things in the future. What's his what's his cannabis policy like? I don't know. He probably doesn't like he's a conservative, you know. But you know what? My guess is he's a conservative that can be talked to and and reasoned with because he's got a lot of Democrats who just voted for him. He got a lot of black people and Latinos and independents who just vote for him. So they must think he's reasonable. So if the people in yeah. Florida think he's reasonable, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm I think if go. Republicans know what's good for them, they'll put their eggs in that basket. Well, because... but you know, Brady, that's a state issue. The president doesn't matter with that issue, really. It's a state it's a state's rights issue. And more and more states are legalizing it, right? I mean, a lot now. It should be a federal issue. Yeah, but these things aren't. They're states' rights issues. And well, it's states- federally illegal. No, oh, yes, it is. But they, but states that make it legal won't won't. You know, what I'm saying nothing will happen to you there. The cops won't arrest you. Nothing's going to happen. The FBI is not going to arrest you for smoking pot in Colorado. So I wouldn't worry, I wouldn't worry about. Maybe it was just was Colorado the first or was Oregon the first? Uh, Colorado I wasn't. Oregon. I think Oregon probably became came before Colorado. But well, but they're like one two, right? Those were the first two. Yeah. And then it spread to, almost, to a lot of places. So, look, I believe, I believe that even these conservative politicians do it or have done it in their life. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, of course. I know, you know a lot of conservatives who smoke weed. Do you know who hasn't? Me. Do you know I've never smoked weed? That's unfortunate, dude. I know. Now you don't like me again. <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's not why I don't like you. Uh, <laughs> I don't like you. Actually, I do like you. Uh, you're, you're actually, you. I can talk to you, man. You know what I mean? Like you're not afraid to talk. Um, so I you actually have. I, 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 I love you because you've, you've calmed me down. I was very upset there for the first fifteen minutes. I can't show. believe that I, of all people, calmed you down, man. <laughs> yeah. You would not believe how much I stress out some of these other people on call in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you know what it is. I know what it is. It's your kind of chill presentation that I think. People want, you know what? People want to argue, right? And they want right. to go like man, mano a mano. And you're so like chill. It makes it, it's kind of deflecting. It deflects that. And I think people might not like that because they want to tear into you. Uh, oh, because they want, yeah, they want to get an emotional reaction out of me, right? Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, very good. Right. Yeah. It's called non-reciprocating behavior. You'll, you'll find this so yeah. useful in your life. Yeah. And it's the very second you realize you've got an asshole trying to fart on you, you just move and you just let them waft in their own fart. And that means like you, you don't exhibit the, the kind of behavior that they're expecting to get out of you instead of getting mad and frustrated. Right. You, you just maintain your inner peace and you just let them sit there in the little example that you just made of themselves. Exactly. No, you, you're very good at that. You are. You're, you're very good at that. You're a calming presence here because woof, I'll get back into it again, you know, but um, it's, it really is true. I mean, you have these people who they hang on too long and look at what it gets us. It gets us bad policy, whether you're talking Trump, whether you're talking Biden, mm-hmm. whether you're talking Fauci or someone like Geraldo Rivera, people in the media. At some point, people have to know when to say, I know, believe me, I yeah. understand these jobs are very, they're coveted. They don't come around very easily. 
people mm-hmm. want to hang on forever because once you're out, it's hard to get back in. I understand mm-hmm. that. Trust me, I understand that. But at some point, you have to say, you know what? I've had enough popularity. I've spoken my, I, you know, I, I've, I've given my opinion long enough. Uh, I've done this long enough. I've made enough money. I'm, I'm famous enough. Now I can just simply retire. And, and, mm-hmm. and re- you know what? Retire, what do you call it? Retire when you're, you know, when you're at your best, not when you're at your worst. Mm-hmm. And we see this a lot. We see this a lot with politicians, people in journalism, sports figures. They don't retire when they're at their top. They, hit, they start heading downhill and they retire. And the, the, you know what the key is? To know when that's about to start, right? Yeah, know when to let go. That's a really exactly. good, uh, it's very Buddhist of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it's Buddhist. I just, I don't want these old people. You know what? I don't want these old people running my life anymore. I don't. I don't want yeah, people. they need to learn to let go, right? Yeah, and and most of us, I mean, especially even people younger than me, have a lot more time left to go in this world, mm-hmm. and have to deal with these things these old people do to us. You know, yeah. I, it's called hitting and running. You're old, you hit, you die, and everyone else has got to live with what you've done. And mm-hmm. I think enough is enough with these people. It's enough. We need we need term limits. We need age limits. I don't mm-hmm. care if it seems ages. Well, it's not ages because you can't run for president when you're eighteen, right? You exactly. can't run for senator when you're 32. You can't run for you know senate when you're 29. So yep. there, there are eight, there are bottom age limits. We've talked about this. They need to be top age limits too. Otherwise, you're 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 discriminating against the younger people. So if you don't want a age limit, then you have to say, you know, at 15 you can run for president. If you can run for president at 85, you mm-hmm. can run for president at 15. If they agree yep. to that, I'll say okay. But they're not going to. Agree. They're not going to agree with that. So therefore, yeah. if you can't run for president when you're 15, you can't run for president when you're 85. They say when you're 15, you're not mature enough. When you're 85, your brain is 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 head is deteriorating. Man, it just, it I, just I, is. I'm telling you at this cool. point, I'm ready to roll the dice on a 15 year old president, man. <laughs> I would <laughs> like, do it. That's like the last emperor, right? Eight year old leaders. Eight-year-old yeah, <laughs> 15 year old president sounds good. <laughs> right about now. <laughs> You know, that's like, where we're at, bro. We are. A 15-year-old president does sound pretty good. <laughs> it does sound pretty good. You know the pot would be weed will be legalized everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah, so, so 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 what do you hate? So, so what 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 does make you angry? This is a question I like to ask people is what do you well, hate? You don't make most? me angry. You've listened to the show enough to know what makes me angry. Um, yeah. I guess like the trans uh, nonsense makes you angry. Well, and I was going to talk about that in a bit, but I'll just go into it now. You know, the the, the right, the left media always always wants to, you know, there's this terrible shooting at the club, the gay club in Colorado. Oh, yeah. By the way, the Democratic-run state where half of the mass shootings happen, um, including Columbine, it all started there. Um, they, they, they automatically have this knee-jerk reaction, like they did with the Paul Pelosi attacker, of saying the guy's a right-wing Trumper. Now we're finding out this guy was like transgender- he had all these pronouns. He used pronouns. Doesn't sound like yeah, a, uh, a Trumper to me. Doesn't, I heard he was going like to be charged with hate crimes, dude. Yeah, I heard, the news like was saying he was going to be charged with hate crimes. Yeah, so it's like, just say people are crazy. People are hateful. Yes, yeah. there are people of all stripes. There are Trumpers so, that are hateful. There are Biden people that are hateful. There are Pelosi people that are hateful. There are McCarthy people that are hateful. But don't just automatically have this knee-jerk reaction. Every time there's a shooting, then it's a right-winker. It's a, how, how anti-intellectual is that? Really, how stupid is that to jump? To yeah, that it really is whack, dude. And you're, you're saying that it's come out now that this guy that uh, that shot up the place was actually trans. Well, let me, let me get this right. OK, suspect in Colorado gay club shooting is non-binary and uses they them pronouns. 
Okay. I just responded. Sounds like MAGA. So they're gay. So they're just gay. I don't know. It's just he's obviously not MAGA. Okay, he's obviously not like a Trumper. Right. Right. There could be a few in that category, but it's not. But it was one of them. Is the point that it was one of their own? It was one of their own, and they don't want to admit that. You know what? Look, horrible. You should never. You know what? You want to. You're mad at people do a podcast like me and yell at them. Do that. Get it out that way. Talk about how mm-hmm. much you hate them and despise them. That's great. Wonderful. Legal. Yes. At least it used to be legal. But don't shoot people. But I know a lot of gay people who are really starting to despise their own community because of all this crap, mm-hmm. because of all this wokeness yeah. and the pronouns and the knee-jerk reaction and the group think. Everyone thinking that – why does everyone have to think the exact same thing and agree with each other on 110%? Is that normal? To agree with each other on 110% of issues, it's such a groupthink, anti-intellectual mentality, and it's that same thing. Like Biden said, if you if you if you if you didn't vote for me, you're not black. I mean, it's like blacks have to think a certain way, gays have to think a certain way, these people have to think a certain way. It's ridiculous. Everyone's a human, an individual human being, and has their own thoughts and ideas. And a lot of people in the gay community are starting to hate this grooming thing. The pro- the pronouns are just a stupid thing. But the grooming thing and the way the, the groomers are hiding under the gay community and the gay community is letting them hide there. This and is, hey, yeah, let's talk about the groomers in the church community yeah, too. Right. Yeah. No, but it's becoming a big thing. And I know a lot of gay people who are just starting to say, you know what? I don't want to be part of that group anymore. I, I don't yeah. want to be part of this. And so Yeah, I have friends that are just like that. I, I have friends that feel that exact same way. And they, they realize it's actually destructive towards the community because – it causes people to um, resent the community because of the actions of a few crazy people. Right. But the people on the left, the nutty people on the left, the liberals, Democrats, when you point this out, this very valid case that we have, they say, oh, no, that's anti-gay hatred. No, 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 no. The anti-gay hatred is when you start allowing these kinds of people into your community like groomers and not, not, not chastising, not pointing them out, not going – protecting them. That causes – anti-gay sentiment and we don't need that shit you know what i'm saying we don't need it you need to you need to just like the church has tried to do sometimes you need to eradicate your your own group of the of the evildoers you know what i'm saying you need to eradicate the the church is notoriously bad at doing that well this new pope tried a little bit you know he's fired it's been a little bit better right it's been a little bit better, but yeah, it took them forever. It took them centuries, right? <laughs> it took them centuries just to, just to acknowledge. Some of those guys are still in there. Some of those yeah. guys are still in. Well, notoriously, they just move them around, right? Yep. They move, yeah. They move them around. They don't, they don't fire them, you know, but um, it's kind of changed. This, this, this Pope did come in and fire a lot of them. He fired a lot of very high up people, just got rid of them. He said, you're out, you know, and um and we've seen prosecutions, but that's the point. There's more respect for you have more respect for an organization or a community when they do that, when they eradicate the the, the bad apples, and they don't try to protect the bad apples in their community. You have more respect for groups that do that, and we're not seeing that now from the gay community. It's a, we're seeing quite the opposite, and it's unfortunate. It, where where their their main issue is pronouns, right? Their main issue is pronouns. This, that's like the that's like the Catholic Church. Their main issue being their holy water supply. It's it, yeah. isn't it, isn't I mean, it idiotic. It's, it's idiotic. It, it pisses me off too. It's like how do you how do you take yourself seriously um, 
while there are starving children on the world and slavery is still going on today. There are more slaves today on the planet than there were um, in the Civil War. Right. And these guys, uh, look, they're, look at how toxic they are to the environment. Like all the extra makeup and glitter and hairspray and all that shit they use, all the fashion they go through, uh, stuff is inherently toxic to the planet. We need to talk about feminine tox, uh, uh, toxic feminism, um, which is uh, all the makeup and fashion that women um, partake in, all the, all the toxic spending habits that women uh, partake in. Um, <laughs> is, that like, is that like the old joke at the ball game when they say, did it, did it charge? And the guys, you say, like my wife says, charge. I mean, yeah. They used that all the time. They don't do it anymore because now you'd probably get kicked out, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, women women complain about not having power and, and whatnot, but what women also don't realize is that, or what they fail to realize is that, uh, what some of them have failed to realize is that women make the majority of the purchasing decisions um, in most households. So they're the ones who are voting every day with their dollars, whereas men are staying out of that that realm. And that's where a lot of decisions are made. You know, that's where a lot of uh, that's that's how you move the needle of of progress or anything one way or another. You can boycott things and uh, really make things happen. And that's if women organize like women, that, women that kind the, of have, are at the steering wheel for that stuff, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You could vote every day with your dollars and women could be making more responsible purchase decisions in a way that would steer us towards things like healthier food. Uh uh, longer lasting equipment, uh, more durable clothing, uh, less toxic clothing, less toxic, everything, you know, but, but yeah, I, I mean, look, the fact of the matter is I charge a lot too. That might be my feminine side coming out, but, but look, it, it's, you know, it's, um, it, it's true. That's true. What you say. It's true. What's interesting though, is I think there've been studies done, which show you might be right about women with the spending power, but it seems as though, in a lot of households, men and women, straight households, the men are the ones who guide the women politically. You know what I'm saying? They're the ones who often tell them how to vote, you know, which yeah, way to vote. it seems to be that way. Women are very uninterested in politics in general, and men tend to be more interested in politics, yeah. Hmm. So what I'm saying, not all women do this. I don't want to generalize, but a lot of women just vote the way their husbands do, right? And a lot of that might be just to, like, keep the peace, <laughs> you know. Not to have a like Carvel Madeline kind of thing. A lot of people can't deal with that stuff, or the, you know, the uh, um, that uh, who else? The uh, Kellyanne Conway and her husband, you know, George. A lot of people can't. A lot of a lot of couples can't have that dynamic. They can't deal with that opposite dynamic politically and survive. You know, as as Daniel has said, you know, trying to date here in San Francisco, he finds all these women who just when, when he just simply talks about how poisonous the vaccines are. Factual stuff, put vaccines in mass. Oh, yeah, that'll happen to me here in Texas, too. I'll lose dates because I'm unvaccinated, you know. That's ridiculous. First of all, the real answer is, and I know a lot of us don't do this, and I'm guilty of this myself, is when someone asks that, you really have to say it's none of your business. You have to say this, 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 we have, we have privacy. Do I ask you? Well, that's, that's basically, you, that's basically I mean, an unvaccinated answer. <laughs> well, no, I had to ask you, do, you, do I ask you, have you had all your, 
you know, do I ask you if you've had your hepatitis shots? Do I ask you how many times you, you do? Yeah, you're, you're not no, hiding you're, you're not anything answer, by, not, by not answering the question. Yeah, these aren't normal questions you ask people, though. Before COVID, these weren't normal. It wasn't normal. I think to those ask are them. normal. I think it's a perfectly normal question to ask someone in a dating scenario. Like, if I wanted to have children with somebody, like, have you been vaccinated is a very important question. <laughs> well, I know the reason you're thinking that. but Exactly. Yeah, but, but, but before COVID, no one asked me if I was going on a date in December that I get my flu shot. No one asked. Well, yeah, because it wasn't a big deal. And now it's a, it's a much larger deal than it, this isn't a flu shot we're talking about, like you said, you know. Yeah, but but, but they but the, the government society has made it a bigger deal. They won't let it. They won't drop it. You know, so that's 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 why that's happened. But what I'm saying is it just wasn't. In other words, I, what I want is the norm. I want normal. I don't want new normal. I want normal. And normal is you don't ask someone if they got their flu shot or if they got their tetanus shot. You don't ask if they got their COVID shot either or their monkeypox. What, what happened to monkeypox? Where'd it go? What happened to it? What happened to monkeypox? What did, what did it disappear? Right, to? dude. I thought that was going to be a thing. It, it fizzled yeah, right out, like, I guess. Like Fortunately enough, I think it has to do with the way like that it point, spread. Point zero 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 I think it was a test, dude. I think that was a beta test of something else they're working on. Well, point zero 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 one percent of people got the monkeypox vaccine and monkeypox is gone. So where, yeah. where'd it go? Hey, but Ray, let me go. Let me get to Jay. Jay's been coming in and out here. So we'll... Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Hey, likewise, I think I finally psychoanalyzed Colin Tester. I, I know why they hate it. I think Colin Tester is mad at us because we're not gay. Colin what? Yeah, the Colin person that's trying to harass you in the comment section. I think they're upset at us because we're not gay. That's is my that psychoanalysis. Really? Is that what it is? Really? I think okay. that might be it. That's but yeah, it. I'll let you get to Jay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brady. I appreciate it. I always appreciate the call. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Okay, take next caller. All right, Jay, what's up? What's up, Mike? How are you doing tonight? All right, I'm doing okay. Do you remember now me, I... right? Do I remember you? Wow, wow, Mike. I don't know, Jay. I get a lot of. No, I'm you know, I'm so pu- Jay, I'm so. Pu- I was the dude with Daniel who was like saying, you know, I was talking about how, like, yeah, similar to what Brady just said, like, you'll go, I'll be on, you know, the last two years, you try to go on dates with girls, and they're like, are you vaccinated? I'm like, no. They're like, okay, I'm never talking to you again. Jay, where, where are you calling from? Jay, tell me where you're calling from again. I remember, I'm from California, but I just moved to Texas. Okay, now I'll remember you. Okay, California. Hey, that's a popular route now, isn't it? California to Texas. Yeah. No, I totally agree with uh, with Brady and his uh, experiences and also Daniel's experience with that one woman. And yeah, it's so strange, uh, especially Daniel's experience like and I experienced the same thing. It's like, you know, they ask you, are you vaccinated? I say no. And it's like they don't even care about my reasoning, right? Like, let's say I say, huh, well, you know, I'm into holistic health or, you know, maybe I have a maybe I have a medical condition mm-hmm. that like stops me from taking pharmaceuticals. You know what I mean? Right. It could be. Right. Exactly. Like some people are, are you know, will die from amoxicillin. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You're so right. Like, In fact, when you go to the doctor, they usually ask you, are you allergic to any of these things? Right. Right. A lot of people don't want to roll the dice on a pharmaceutical. No, but you see, you can't be elect- you can't you can't be allergic to the covid vaccine. It's impossible. Right. It's a very rare thing that that one vaccine, you cannot be you cannot be allergic to it. Don't you understand, Jay? Right. Well, it's like it never happens to you. Right. It's like it's always, in you know, you know, somewhere else because it's like. You know, I, I was like, even before the COVID vaccine, I was kind of made aware about the potential dangers of vaccines mm-hmm. when, um, like, because I have a personal friend, I have a family friend who 
literally was just, you know, getting routine vaccines to, to one of their kids. And literally right after they got the vaccine, like I'm talking like five minutes later, they started hemorrhaging from their brain. They started bleeding from their nose. Oh, they started well, hemorrhaging from their oh brain. That's, that's, that's horrible. They're on life support. And of oh. course, those, those parents, uh, you know, they were their tutors, uh, like academic tutors, but they were like, they, you know, super liberal their whole life. You know, it's, it's really, it doesn't really matter, liberal or conservative. And they like swore off vaccines. But I'm, I'm not saying like, you know, if someone wants to get a vaccine, fine. But I mean, the COVID vaccine just has so many question marks around it, you know. Oh. And I just don't like the fact that people demonize those that question it, you know. It's like, right. excuse me for not wanting something in my veins that has not been tested for its safety or, uh, over five years, over 10 years, over 20 years. You know, it's like. Don't worry, we tested it. Like, show me that, you know? <laughs> Did you test it on 60 people? And you're like, oh, well, these 60 people didn't die. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right, right. Plus, we know the efficacy. I mean, New Zealand, as Ian Miller points out, cases in New Zealand are rising again. And uh, they are the they are like one of the highest vaccinated, masked countries in the world. and their And their cases are shooting through the roof. So it's amazing how we keep on seeing these. We keep on seeing the proof that they don't work. They don't forget about. I know we, we the separate issue. The harmful effects are a separate issue, but there's no reason to take something that doesn't work. And we're seeing. So, in so case, you're unvaccinated. Oh, absolutely. Oh no, you probably already told me that because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, have no I, I do. You know, once again, I don't think personally someone should ask that question, but I do this show and I talk about COVID yeah. a lot. So I think I have a responsibility to tell my audience that I have not had the vaccine. You well, know, you know here's, here's the craziest thing is I think Brady, what Brady said is like, I agree with like, you know how people that are like vaccinated, some people want to make sure like their friends or their family or their, their, you know, potential partners vaccinated as well. Right. And they'll reject someone because they're not. Is it bad that I kind of want <laughs> my next partner to be unvaccinated? You know, it's kind of like the reverse. Well, and I think people will start thinking more like you once they once we continue to see the long term effects of these vaccines. Right. Once we see once people start seeing long term negative effects, then you'll more people have your point of view that I, I don't want to get involved with someone who's vaccinated. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a complete turnaround. But it's going to take time for people because the media is blocking the truth from coming out so much, you know, in the white, this White House, maybe with the next White House, the DeSantis White House, it'll be a different story. The truth will come out more. But with this White House, they block it like then a reporter tries to ask Fauci a question about the origins and they whisk him away. You see, so they're blocking the real information. They won't they won't let a reporter ask Fauci about the negative side effects and the proof we have of myocarditis and death from the vaccines and that he was fighting. Yeah. Yeah. They they won't let him answer those questions. So healthy people dropping dead. I hear about that all the time. Well, also before DeSantis in January, the house will have hearings about this and Fauci will have to answer these questions. He'll be forced legally to answer these questions. And he's just a shill, you know, he's just paid off. Oh, no. terrible. He's the worst of the worst. I mean, he, he's probably gotten hundreds of millions of dollars over the years. Yeah. You know, you know, Bill Gates asked him to be on his board of directors. Well, how, how long do you think it'll do you think Fauci's really retiring? How long do you think it'll take before he's got like an executive office or position? Yo, can you why is it that every like, r- like insanely rich person just looks evil? 
You know, like, like objectively, they just look evil. Klaus Schwab. <laughs> Klaus Schwab looks like a, a villain out of a James Bond movie. I mean, yeah, that's, right. That's like central casting. Out of you looking for a James Bond villain, you cast you clash you, you you cast Schwab, which once again proves my point that they're not even trying to hide. They're not even trying to mask their evilness behind a pretty face anymore, no. right? No, they're just saying we're evil and try to fight us, and so we'll have to. You know, and that that's basically what it comes down to. We're evil. You will have to defeat us, or we'll defeat you. So that's the choice we have, right? Defeat them, or they're going to defeat us, and we're going to get this new world order and great reset and, exactly. and social credit score and all these kinds of passports to go see a movie or to fly. So if you want that kind of world, then you, you let them do what they're going to do. If you don't want yeah. that kind of world, then you fight them by any means necessary. You fight them and you win. That's what yeah. that's what we're going to have to do, man. I mean, that's the way it goes. Yeah. And and this is the last thing I want to say. Um, thank you for having me on again. I appreciate it. Of course. Now I remember now, um, now I'll remember you, Jay. I'll remember. Do you have a schedule or do you just do whatever? You know, my schedule, it's been a little crazy because I've been traveling. My schedule is, is usually 99% of the time, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. Monday, Monday, Pacific, Monday night to Friday night. Monday night to Friday yeah, night. Yeah, I'm, I'm Texas, so that's like two hours after Pacific, like 1 a.m. Your central time, right? Yeah, so 1, yes. 1 a.m. I usually come on Monday to Friday, 1 a.m. your time. Yeah, exactly. But so, yeah, the thing I want to say is that, like, I think this is the thing that, like, Okay, so th- this goes back like thousands of years, right? And it's it. This isn't like a new power tactic. This isn't like a new governmental tactic. This isn't like a new tactic for people in power to keep the peasants, right, or the citizens in line. It goes back to like literally the Napoleon days, probably even longer than that. And if you read one of Napoleon's books, he literally writes about the problem reaction solution, right? And so what it's it, what it is, it's like okay. So let's say, you know, the peasants have a bunch of potatoes and, the, and they won't give the potatoes to, to, you know, to the leaders, to the people in power. If you want to take away the citizens, one of the citizens' freedoms, all you have to do is with propaganda, with your authority, with your voice, create a problem, right? Create a problem, spread that news that it's a huge problem, make them fearful. So say like, oh, like this, this batch of potatoes – that was grown last, you know, last summer has been shown to be poisoned. So yeah. for your own safety, you know, all these people are dying for your own safety. We're going to have to seize all of your potatoes, you know, for your own safety, <laughs> you know? And it's like, so, so you create a problem and then you're like, Oh, here's the solution. We're going to give you, you know, we're going to take a bunch of the potatoes and we'll give you like one back, you know, it's like, and, and so, you know, that's, that's just a shitty, a shitty analogy I just came up with, but, it's this whole problem reaction solution, right? It's it, like, right. oh my God, you know, there's a terrorist just attacked the Twin Towers. Looks like we have to invade the Middle East for 20 years. Yeah. Because yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> if we don't invade the Middle East for 20 years, you know, well, people are going to be bombing us nonstop. Well, and look at that. And look at how Bush got away with that Iraq deception. making right. He made millions there was of Americans believe. Of mass destruction. Right. He had, and, and that they were behind 9 11. People, people, he, had, he had people actually believing. You see how easy it is to fool Osama them. Osama worked for the CIA. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's it. it and uh, wait a minute. And and Jay, it took about two years for the the, the brilliant mainstream media to figure out those were lies as so, well. You know, here's another crazy thing: the military, the U.S. military, is six hundred and fifty what billion dollars a year, something like that. Mm-hmm. And we have satellites now that can literally zoom in on a freckle on my ass cheek, right? Yeah, right. And somehow. 
you can't find like a bunch of motherfuckers in the like in the back of white up trucks in the desert. Wait like a minute, nothing. Jay, you just brought something up. Jay, I just thought of something. It's amazing you brought up that satellite. I was just talking about that today. In regards to, I'll get to Daniel in a second. In regards to this Idaho murder, right? The Idaho quadruple stabbing. Don't we have satellites all over? Don't we have a satellite image of this person or persons going in and out of that house? Yeah, we should. We have to. We have to have satellite images. Dude, this government can drone any house they want. Yeah. You know? So the, the, the cops uh, we, can do a ra- like a, a heat signature to find weed plants. <laughs> yeah, that has to right. That has to be a satellite image and a heat image of these people, personal persons going in and out of this house. They have to have they they, they I'm sure they have inf- infrared. I don't think this is a conspiracy. They probably they, they can probably see through the house. I mean, we have to have this imagery available. It might cost a lot to get it, but we have to have it. We have satellites everywhere. We have, and that's, and that's yeah. one house in the middle of nothing. It's in the middle of the woods. Yeah. You know? So it'll it's be all shady. Easy. Anytime you, anytime I see a story now in the mainstream media, I'm like, okay, this is what they're telling me, but what really happened? You know what I mean? Like, Isn't that a shame? You have to do that, but you have yeah. to do that. You have well, to have I think critical... people just trust the media like right. – Oh yeah, the media like they want to tell us the truth. They have no ulterior motives. It's like, wait a minute. If 80% of a media company's ad revenue is from pharmaceutical companies, do you think they'll ever say a single thing bad about a pharmaceutical drug ever? <laughs> of course not. And, and and then it's like it's like, okay, Nancy Pelosi, the second or third in line, however you want to see it, to be president of the United States, the Speaker of the House, oh, yeah, you can just break into her house and no alarms go off and you can spend a half hour in there bashing her husband in the head. Oh, sure. Right. It's like, we don't know what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no surveillance footage there either. Right, 24-hour no surveillance. surveillance on yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. It, it, it's ridiculous. Anyways. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, Jay, thank you. And I'll, no, wait, I'll, can I, I say one more thing? Just before you get to Daniel, yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry. No, but it's just about the problem, reaction, solution is like, you know, they create a problem to give us a solution. So it's like, you know, you should be so scared of COVID. What's the solution? You know, let us take away all your freedom, you know, your right to travel, your right to enter a public place, you know, your right to get a job, you know, sh- shut down the economy, right. you know, your right for your children to go to school, you know, do that for your safety and take and be forced to take this, you know, untested medical thing. And so it's it's just the same tactics. And I think people just don't understand that. And then the, the thing that I really don't like is when people are like, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. Like the government would never do that. They never be tyrannical. And then I say, look to China in 2022. All these things you're saying, Mike, about the social credit system, about the new world order, about a dystopian surveillance state, everything's controlled. Right. Like that's what the people in power want. That's what the you know people that pay the, the politicians want. You know, yep. they don't give a shit about us. They they have all the power and wealth. They want to they want to keep it. That's what they want. You know, exactly. They don't want to reverse it. They don't want free energy systems. They don't want, you know, sustainable buildings. They don't want any of that. Yep. So I think the thing is, is like, look to China. You have no freedom. You dissent. Nope. You do one thing the government doesn't like. Mm-hmm. You're fucking, you know, you're axed out of society. And the you left. Know, the, and the le- there's the stories left about 20, about 20 yeah. to 30 million yeah. people going missing in China, China every year. And, and government dissenters. Many They're the genociding left, them. Many and, on the left here adore China. Many that exists in 2022. China. And so I think yeah. people, it's like, <laughs> if you don't think it can exist, it can. And right. so the thing is, is anytime the government tries to take one of our freedoms, even if you disagree with it, right? Like even if you support the vaccine, yeah. don't support the mandate. 
right? Because not. Yeah. don't support the lockdowns, right? Because yeah. if you do, if you let the government take an inch of their freedom, they'll they'll take a mile. You know, and I mean? the next freedom they take will be yours. Right. Exactly. Jay, exactly. thank you. As Anyways, thank you. yeah, thank you. All right. Okay, man. Thanks. Oh, Daniel, I know you have a lot to say today. I know you've been waiting all day, haven't you? Actually, I only, I only want to talk about one thing. And um, although I do have a lot to say, I only want to, want to talk about one thing. Um, we'll see if you can pry, any, pry anything more out of me. But um, the one thing I wanted to mention uh, was a study that I learned about only today, although it's been out for two months. Um, and it's about the relationship of obesity and uh, infectiousness is the ability to, to transmit SARS-CoV-2 and, and um, influenza. And they uh, found this is a study done in hospital. Um, and it was um, it was a, 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 um, a, um, a they followed they followed cases through contact tracing um, and they found that the, the, the upshot of the uh, the uh, results is that they found that people that are obese classified as obese um, compared to people who are classified as normal weight have a seven times greater rate of transmitting uh, influenza and SARS-CoV-2. So not just getting it, but also transmitting it. See that? Look at that. That's that's really fascinating. I've I've always known they have a better chance. We know they have a better chance of getting it because they have other things like diabetes as well. But I didn't know that they could also transmit it more. Oh, correction. There's no influenza in this. This is only um, this is only SARS-CoV-2 COVID. Yeah, but they can translate. So it's so in other words, you're, the heavier you are, the more obese you are. Yeah, the more likely you are to give to, to give it to someone else. I didn't hear Fauci saying anything or Josh saying anything about that. Did you? I didn't, I didn't no. hear him saying anything. Yeah, isn't, isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't hear one word from Ja, ja or, or Fauci about, about yeah. that at all. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. Just get, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Basically, their whole shtick was get the vaccine, get the vaccine, get the booster, get the booster. And what I've done is what I'm trying to do now is I'm just simply going through everything that Fauci or Ja or the White House puts out there. And I'm putting flagged for misinformation at Elon Musk. I think we should all do that. I'm just doing that. Just one person doing it isn't enough. But when, like Fauci, everybody, everybody, he says, should be vaccinated and boosted. That's misinformation. So I flagged that misinformation at Elon Musk. So you should keep on doing this. And I did it today on because there was like, everything that Ja and Fauci said today was misinformation. Not one thing they said was actual real information. It was all fake news. It was all fake. Ja, the real leaders of American medicine are out there telling you that you need to get a vaccine. You can decide to trust American American physicians or you can trust some random dude on Twitter. The lead, the real leaders of American medicine are out there telling you you all need to get a vaccine. That's misinformation. So I flagged that because according to Ja, according to this absolute moron of a man, Jay Bhattacharya, Vinay Prasad, Peter McCullough, some of the top doctors in the world, in the world, much, much smarter, much smarter than Ja will ever be. Are, are dudes are just random. These are just random, random dudes. dudes. By the way, yeah. Ja himself is a dude with two Twitter accounts. Not one. He's got two, two, two Twitter accounts. Same guy. Same yeah. Guy. When's uh, when's Elon going to ban him for that? Well, I, that I, against... I, I keep on tweeting at him. You know, misinformation. Police flag information. Flag for misinformation. Uh, you know, it's just here. You know, here, here. John Pierre praises Fauci. Fauci has always led the way with science. 
led with here. John Pierre says Fauci has always led with science, and our country is stronger and healthier because of him. Flag mis, that's misinformation. So I flag that for misinformation. I, I don't know. Everyone needs to do this. Whenever you see something like this that you know is a total lie, you need to flag it for misinformation. Yep. And send it to Elon Musk. And if enough people do this, maybe he'll flag it. Maybe he'll maybe he'll suspend their accounts. Yep. And, and if anyone wants to see that article that I mentioned, it's um, published on the nature.com site. And it's one of their um, uh, journals. It's called International Journal of Obesity. And the title of the article is Correlation Between Body Mass Index and COVID-19 Transmission Risk. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's look, we've known this obesity thing for so long now. You and I have talked about this for a year. Yeah, we've time. we've had we have there's there's plenty plenty of, of, of evidence from that observational evidence from that. I mean, it was overwhelming uh, yeah. observational evidence, but it's 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 just nice to to, to see a, a really controlled kind of study, you know, done in in hospital. This was done amongst hospital workers, so you know, everybody knows the drill on doing on doing a good uh, on doing a good research and um so it's 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 really solid stuff of course we've known we can look across the correlations across various countries with with um body mass indexes um plotted against uh, percent or, or or covid death rates and it's 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 staggering i mean japan four percent right. obesity rate compared to our 40 percent and they have they have Literally ten times less obesity, uh, ten times less uh, COVID deaths per per um, per capita than than we do, and and this is held up. You know, look, look in Africa, um, Africa. You know, it has one more element there there that Japan doesn't. Japan has a. It, it, I, I should mention as well has about a ten year older. The, the, their their life expectancy is almost ten years behind, behind ours. So they have a much older population than ours. If you go to Africa, they have a much younger population than ours. Um, they also have a much thinner population than ours. And, and if, if you're paying attention to the news at all over the last few years, you know that uh, COVID deaths, um, um, that is deaths due to SARS-CoV-2 infection, have been literally non-existent there. In Africa, and, and aren't they like 8% vaccinated? Is some very low number? It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's less than 10% vaccinated. Right. Less than, but, you know, the, these facts don't come. But, you know, but Daniel, you and I know losing weight, telling people to lose weight, isn't going to make money for Big Pharma. In fact, they'll take money away from Big Pharma because people will need fewer drugs if they lose weight. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, insulin market is freaking freaking huge. Um, mm -hmm. you, 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 they are now trying to um, create a new market through um, the uh, pre-diabetes um, uh, um, sort of category that they put people in. Um, I, I, I am I'm healthy as a horse. And um, but my entire life, even when I was um, competing cycling and when I was complete competing in, in racing, uh, um, uh, um, a, a runner, um, my uh, uh, glucose level has always been on the high side, never been into the diabetic range, but always been on the high side. Um, and, I, and I'm perfectly healthy, have no problems whatsoever that anyone might associate with prediabetes or diabetes. And and I'm at a very, very healthy weight. Um it, but nevertheless, I, I, when I every time I go in to to, to get my annual uh, uh, exam, if some duck if some doc is covering for for my doc, which happens seems to happen like one out of three times, and they respond to my lab values coming in, they will say, "Oh." Uh, sorry to tell you, but you 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 have a prediabetes. <laughs> Every time my doc looks at it and looks at me, he just laughs. 
you know, but um, th- these physicians are so, so, so conditioned to responding to lab values rather than looking at their patients. Um, right. it's, 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 cra- it's crazy. And so they're just creating this entire market yeah. where they're going to be out there se- selling insulin or selling drugs that potentiate the effects of your own insulin um, that is to act, act on insulin receptors in your body. Um, and, and this is, this is good. This is a huge market that they're trying to develop really hard right now. So people be warned if you go in and someone says you have prediabetes and that you should think about being put on one of the various uh, medications, not insulin, one of the various med- medications that potentiate the effects of insulin on your cells. Um, be warned that that's, that's part of the market, um, right? That you're part of this new market and be warned that there's a market strategy that's trying to trap you into a, a life of taking these drugs and um, be very, very careful. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, they sell drugs. That's the, that's what they become. They become drug dealers, right? They're basically drug dealers. They're it's, it's something they're that's, drug dealers. Yeah. It's like, how sad is it? How sad is it? We know the reason why John Fauci will put up there before Thanksgiving, because their friends in Big Pharma said our stocks are dropping a little bit. People aren't getting this new people aren't getting booster 28 the way they got booster 27. We need to make some more money. And these sh- these absolute. Sh- I, 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 they're, they're fucking whores. They're whores for Big Pharma. They get up there and they perform. They perform fellatio for Big Pharma in front of millions of people. How low are these people? This is the lowest of low. These scumbags. They really are. Yeah, and the Dow the Dow responded today, and, and so did S and P five hundred. They seem to respond to that message. Um, so, so, so the correlation that you're drawing here, um, the connection that you're drawing, could could be correct. Could be valid. Well, Fauci's not going to be surprised, but Jaw's going to be totally surprised. I think when he gets a subpoena in six weeks, these all these people are going to get subpoenaed by the House in six weeks to ja, appear. Ja, yeah, Jaw was chosen, I think, because he looks like somebody that is very deserving of respect. Unfortunately, does the guy look somewhat like him because they're the same background? Yeah. Jay Bhattacharya, yeah. who deserves yeah. eight million times more respect, that he should be up there. See, it should be Scott Atlas, not Fauci. It should be Jada Bhattacharya, not Ja. And under a DeSantis presidency, it will be. By the way, we can thank Trump once again for, for Fauci. We can thank Trump for Fauci. Yep, yep. He made a big mistake by not um, um, uh, not attempting to throw him across across the Potomac and falling short. Yeah, well, at some, I think someone might at some point, if he keeps opening his mouth, really actually try to chuck him across the Potomac. Like I said, if he only makes it halfway, you know, that's life. What are you going to do? Well, he he could yeah. be chucked tomorrow. Um, at least, at least they're going to give him a kick in the pants because he's being deposed tomorrow by um, Jen and Union's group. Um, That's it's, good. It's tomorrow? not. It's not. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. It's 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 not her group. She likes people to to not speak with that way. Um, she's um one of the people, one of the lawyers involved, and uh, Laura Paul, who is here in San Francisco, is is one of the California laws lawyers involved in in this case. Um, a little bit more tangential than, or quite a bit more tangential than Jen's involvement. Um. But yeah, they're deposing him tomorrow, and um, it's they won't be able to tell us immediately the answers to his question because there is some legal protection there. But they will be able to at least, I think, hint at some of the responses. I'm not sure what all the legalities are, but Jenner was was kind of hedging around how much they could say about it. But it, it will be interesting to see, um, you know, what does leak out of, out of this in the in the days um, in, with the, the days coming. Yeah, exactly. Daniel, yeah. thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Have a good night. 
All right, thanks. Uh, so, you know, Jao was up there talking about how, once again, all the lies about the unvaccinated people are uh, are dying. And it's it's quite the opposite. It's It's quite the opposite. It's the vaccinated people who are dying, but they won't tell you the truth. And as, as Alex Berenson points out, it's a big lie. The, the vast majority of COVID deaths are now occurring in vaccinated people. And we can say this with certainty because other countries, not this one, but other countries actually publish real figures, not fictional rate ratios. Other countries publish figures. These people have died. These people were vaccinated. This percentage was vaccinated. This percentage. We don't do that here because they don't want you to know the truth. Just like they never told you the truth of the actual, you know, the COVID death tracker that was on MSNBC and CNN for like two fucking years. They don't tell you how many are 85 plus, how many are 5 million pounds. They don't tell you all that stuff. They just put a number up there. But in other countries, they actually split it up into real categories because they don't lie to people in many. Not, not China's not included, of course. They always lie to their people. But there are other countries, especially European countries, which tell the truth. And we know that right now the vaccinated people are dying. Most of the deaths, the overwhelming majority of the deaths are in vaccinated, not the unvaccinated. Remember, how many times do you have to be lied to? This, these are the same people who told you a year ago, a little over a year ago, that if you get the vaccines, the original ones, not 18 other boosters, the original two shots. Remember, they also pushed the Johnson Johnson one shot, which gave people blood clots and they had to pull it from the market. That went away very quietly, didn't it? What happened to J and J? That went the way of their baby, their, their their baby power that gave people cancer. Um, they they told you, including the president of the United States, told you in August of last year, if you get these vaccines, you ain't getting COVID. That's what he said. If you get these, va- so the same these this is from the same people who told you if you get the original crispy version of the vaccine. You're not getting COVID. So after they lied about that, 130%, why would you believe them about anything else they say after that? They made you get these things that did not work. They told you they would. They told you if you got these vaccines, you would not get COVID. And what does that infer? That we go back to normal. That fewer and fewer people get COVID, the more they get vaccinated, and the COVID goes away. Here we are three years later, still talking about the same things we were talking about three years ago because the vaccine. If the vaccines were here, this is what I don't get about the American public. Try to try to stick with me here. If the vaccines worked, if the lockdowns worked, if the mass worked, if the mass man, if the vaccine mandates worked, we would not still be talking about COVID-19 in 23. We're still talking about COVID-2019 going into 2023. So none of this has worked. Does that make any fucking sense that in four years, going on fourth year, if this stuff worked, it would have worked by now? Does that make any sense to you? Does that make any sense? Am I talking gibberish? Am I talking conspiracy theories that if something worked in four fucking years, it would have worked already? Does that make any sense? I know I'm yelling at the converted here mostly, but does that does that, does that, does that penetrate? Does it penetrate into the shit liberal mind? Does it penetrate? into Chinese Communist Party liberal mind that if it was going to work, it would have worked, meaning we wouldn't be talking about this anymore. We'd be talking about where Aaron Judge is going, not COVID in 2023. Does that make any fucking sense? I think it does. These people are the lowest of low. These people are murderers. They're murderers. Dr. Fauci's a murderer. 
You have this fucking moron job. This cartoon character out of a Bollywood movie saying God gave you two arms so you can get your COVID shot in one and flu shot in the other. Once someone says something that bat crap shit crazy, you don't listen to them anymore. You get the cane and you knock them off the fucking stage. You pull them off the stage like in a vaudeville act, in a cheap, cheesy vaudeville act. That's what you do. These people are insane. They're insane and their insanity has caused death and destruction. They belong in jail, not in the White House press conference briefing. In jail. Once they're behind bars, they can scream anything they want. They can talk about vaccines, twiddling their thumbs in front of their faces forever. I don't care. As long as they're behind bars. And that means they can't, like any other common criminal who's behind bars, we put them there. Why do we put them there? So they can't hurt people anymore. Let them hurt themselves. Let them all go the way of Epstein. But they can't hurt us anymore. They can't hurt us anymore. They belong in jail. They need to be prosecuted. It's that simple. You prosecute them. You put them behind bars. The people in the future who come along behind them won't do these things again because they don't want to go behind bars. You see, it's the punishment element that we don't have in the society anymore for criminals. You put them away. Other people see you putting them away and they don't do the things they've done. How simple is that? How simple is that? Kachapoli law. I'm going to call that Kachapoli law. That's what that is. Look, the only way this is going to end, obviously, is by changing the administration. With this, with this, with, with this shriveled up old dementia, Alzheimer's ridden patient as president, this is going to continue on. This is going to continue because his brain is mush. His brain is mush. He shakes hands that don't exist. He doesn't know how to walk off a stage. You think he's going to know how to, how to deal with COVID? You think he's going to put the real, the doctors who need to be put up front up front? Of course not. This is what Scott Atlas said. Remember, this is what Scott Atlas said. He said he went to these meetings in the summer of 2020 with documents showing actual data on all this stuff. And Fauci and Burks and Redfield, and now you can add Ja, didn't want to hear it. They didn't. They were like eight-year-olds, not real doctors, not real scientists. They didn't want to hear the data. They just want they, their narrative is all that mattered. And doing this for three or four months, Atlas couldn't take it anymore. He was being a doctor. He was being a scientist. He was trying to do his due diligence. He had a hotel room with a printer where he was printing out facts and documents and graphs and charts and PowerPoints. And they didn't want to hit. They came into it like 10-year-olds playing fucking video games and not giving a shit about the data and the charts and the homework that Atlas has done. Could you imagine having to deal with that for months on end? That's why he went from August to November and left. He he couldn't do it anymore. These are simply big pharma shills, political whores. That's what they are. That's what their entire life, that's what their entire existence is. They may have gone to school for medicine. They may have gone to school thinking they're going to be one thing. Then they got involved in politics. Then they got involved in politics and ass kicking and ass kicking. Yeah, they need an ass kicking, ass licking and ass kissing. And this is what happened to them. 
and then the money came, and then the power came, and this is what happened. And therefore, the degrees aren't worth anything anymore. They're not worth the paper they're written on anymore. Doctors like Vinay Prasad, Constanto, and Jay Bhattacharya, Marty McCarry, constantly talking about the basic things you learn when you become a doctor, these people don't seem to care about anymore. Do no harm. Simply do no harm. Forget about listening to data and adjusting with the data and the facts and the science. Forget about all that. Just simply do no harm. Those three words that you learned at the beginning. They have forgotten. They have, it's not that they've done no harm. It's that they've done harm. They've done much harm. They do much harm. That's what they do. They do much harm. But it's gotten to the point now where it's not just like, oh, he's an incompetent doctor, I'm going to sue him. It's gotten to the point now, no, they have to go to jail. They need to go to They're criminals. It is criminal when you continue to hurt and kill people, knowingly hurting and killing people, seeing that people are being hurt and dying by what you're doing, and you continue doing it, and you double and triple down on it. You, then you become a criminal. <clears throat> you're not just incompetent anymore. You're willingly hurting and killing people. You need to go to jail for that. And so all I can say for these House committees that are going to happen, where they're going to have subpoenas and they're going to talk about things, the end result has to be prosecution. I'm sorry. I, I know it's tough. I know it's tough politically to do that kind of stuff. But the end result has to be prosecution, not just enlightenment. When you find out through these hearings, when you come up with facts and evidence that these people have done these horrible things, you need to put them in jail. From London, how are you? Hey Mike, I'm not bad mate yourself. Dude, I'm trying to hang in there. It's every day it's getting tougher, man. It really is. It yeah, really is. I, I was I, I put in the text before I thought you were um I thought you were bursting a blood vessel for theatrical effect and if uh, if somebody hadn't intervened you'd have probably keeled over before I'd realized it wasn't an act. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, uh, it's <laughs> it just uh, I don't know. You know, it's it's just uh, oh, oh, are they still talking about this on, on your side of the pond, or is it over? Yeah, look, there is there is something. There's a I, I agree with you, but there's a bigger point to be made, and this is the more important bit. You, apart from apart from going after the individuals or the positions, right, Fauci or Walensky or whoever, right, those they, those aren't the big issue, because take those people out, and you will be left with the legislation. And um, Scotland, for example, has literally just voted in something like 62 to 55 to make permanent the temporary legislation that they introduced in COVID. And the thing is that that legislation is the kind of stuff that allows them to shut down schools arbitrarily and right. also <clears throat> discriminate against people um, via access to public services and, and, and welfare for make, basically not meeting a rule. And that rule being the discriminator of vaccinated or unvaccinated <clears throat> and it's the same in britain we've got the covid the coronavirus 2020 act which was meant to be temporary and voted in um continuation every six months or something like that but some of the stuff in there is not time bound so even if it doesn't get voted in for over, over in the next period i think it's been voted in after six months and then it was extended for another two years and even after that point even if they didn't vote it in, not all of the stuff would fall out of um, would would fall out, right? So even if you bang up Fauci, what you really need to be doing as a society is completely reversing all of the COVID legislation. And if you don't do that, 
it doesn't matter who the fuck is in power or who goes into jail because they'll still be able to use the legislation to do everything again. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I think none of this, I think when, I think the Republicans taking over the House here is is a step. It's a step in the right direction because they can prevent bad laws, right? They can stop bad laws. And that's what they're, they're there to do. They can also do hearings, which they will do. Now, I think all of this really ends. I, I, COVID will end when Biden's out of office, as long as Ron DeSantis wins. Not a, if Newsom's elected, it goes on forever. <laughs> but if Newsom's elected, it's even worse. But if let's say if Ron DeSantis is, I, even Trump, I think at this point, would be smart enough to know all this has to end. But DeSantis, for sure, because we know from his history in Florida, all of this will end. The, the, there'll be no more military. All the, the military will be hired back with back pay. There'll be no more vaccine mandates in the military. There'll be no more. Uh, there'll be no more, you know, threat of vaccine, you know, mass mandates on airplanes. There'll be all that will be gone. It'll all be gone. And I think that will be a huge step into going back to normal. In fact, that should be DeSantis's whoever runs. But if Ron DeSantis runs, their slogan should be forget about make America great again, make America normal again. Get us back to normal, back to normal. That should be the slogan. I think that would be a slogan that could win over a lot of votes because people really do want to go back to normal. And I think that. Yeah, will, okay. But, not gonna, but, but while while Biden has the presidency and the power of the executive, we're we're stuck in this. We're stuck in this. How how would you feel though if DeSantis got in and said we're not doing shelter in place orders or any NPIs, so we're not doing lockdown and we're not doing masks, but any vaccine is fair game, and although it won't no, be mandated, I, I think, I think, I think you wouldn't what, resist I, it. No, nope. I, I think what DeSantis needs to do, especially since we're talking two years from now, is end all vaccine production. No more vaccines. No more and end COVID vaccines. That's it. No more. See, I don't think he would do it. I I'm, not sure, might, I'm not sure. I, I think he would back the vaccines. He's that's that's his position has always been. You know, take you know, he's never actually opposed the vaccines. He's only opposed the mandating of them, which is important. But yeah, he's yeah, never yeah, really yeah. questioned the efficacy of them now. Right, but we're getting more data now showing they're dangerous. You know what I'm saying? And he, he, even he in Florida has done this. They've t- they've said that they're not doing the vaccines for like 18 to it was like 18 to 34 year olds. No, they won't give them to eight because they're finding a lot of data with the myocarditis. And all. So I think I think we're slowly remember we're talking about another two years of data from now, man. Okay, and I think I think his reasoning will simply be that there's too much there's too much evidence showing they're harmful. And they've been around for, what, four or five years now. Enough people have been vaccinated. There have been enough booster shots. We can end this now. And I think he will. I really do. I think he will. I, I think I, I, I put almost 100% chance on him ending vaccine production once he's, in, once, he, once he's president. 100%. Well, okay. I'll, I'm going to bet the other way, right? I'm going to say, I'm just going to warn you that the information that he needed to know that the vaccines were not uh, effective existed in in uh, December 2020 in Pfizer's own published clinical trial data that was accessible through the FDA publicly, and that's what's disappointing about this is that even though people are now jumping on this bandwagon of they were never tested for transmission, that was available in 2020 as well, and um, although DeSantis appears to be the smartest guy in the room, politicians wise. What he didn't read or or didn't bother to, or hasn't had the guts to say he read was the Pfizer Pfizer trial data, which showed that on a relative risk basis in the first endpoint, 
in December 2020, that's where they pulled the 95% eff efficacy ratio from, which is actually total bullshit. But in the same data set, the absolute risk reduction, reduction ratio, which is what you really need to be paying attention to, is sub 1%. And it was always known about. And, um, and, and, and that is the biggest crime of it all. They always knew it didn't work. No, I, I agree. I, I, once again, I don't know how much DeSantis believed it didn't work, right? <laughs> I don't know how much Rod DeSantis truly believed, or, or he just felt that it's a free country and you have the information you need. You can go online and get it. You really can. Look, I, I knew this from day one, right? So by now, you can definitely go online and, and get all the information you need. It's there. We know it. We know there's a chance of myocarditis. We know there have been deaths in young people. We know it's caused deaths and injuries. We know all this. It's fact. It's lead pipes in fact. So I think Ron DeSantis, because he believes in freedom and choice in every matter, he thinks you should be able to get the vaccine if you want it. And you should not get the vaccine if you don't want it. If you're a parent, you have control over your child, whether you want them to get the vaccine. I mean, that's his general ideology in life, right? That's the way he believes. So it's tough. In other words, people will see him as a hypocrite. In other words, he's saying, oh, the government should say you must get this. Well, people will say he's a hypocrite if, the, if, if he says the government says you can't get this, right? So that, that's, that's the fine line he has to walk. But I think in two years, there'll be enough information that is harmful or could be harmful. And enough people will have gotten it by then. How many boosters are you going to get where he could legitimately say we're ending production now? We don't need to do this anymore. We're moving past it. And I, I don't think that'll be very controversial in 2025, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I don't think it'll be very controversial. Yeah, here's a quick um, scientific possibility, which, which actually is kind of like almost ultra basic. Apparently, there's a possible problem in the production that, that was, not, was not realized in that lipid nanoparticles basically float in the production process, right? So if you draw dosage from the top it actually has a much higher dosage by by nature of uh, the the mrna pack the lnp packets and the um, mrna dosing floating up to the top of the uh, the vat and then you get lower dosing as you draw down to the bottom of the vat right which could explain why things like these tools like how bad is my batch.com which shows correlation between about something like 60 to 70 plus percent of uh, vaccine side effects appeared at one time to correlate to 5% of the batches that were in circulation. Um, and that might be all to do with, with shitty production standards. That's how badly these things have been rolled out. Right. So um, on the basis of, on the basis of can you make a global medicine within in less than a year i think the answer is no but for, for many many reasons right. but what i don't think anybody should ever do this again i do want to get back to what i asked you originally are they doing this pre well you know pre-thanksgiving hello mike there's no thanksgiving in london that's an american <laughs> thing are they doing this pre-holidays in london too are they pushing these again are they coming out uh, are they coming out in front in front of you know downing street pushing this stuff again uh, yeah, so the, the British narrative has still been um, boosters and vaccine boosters should be considered. And they're making all of the same things, the bivalent booster, the, the, they're trying to combine flu with COVID, essentially essentially guaranteeing that, 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 that um, old people who were worried about the flu get ending, ending up getting 
dosed again with with covid um shots you know all of these things totally the handed um and 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 then they're not as overt as they used to be or i i pay a lot less attention to it anyway so i kind of now actively ignore this stuff but the messaging is all still there and our regulator the mhra is literally in teleconference calls now public conference calls lying about all of this stuff there's, there's a couple of journalistic outlets trying to who have been trying to hold the mhra to account one of them uk column and they've been flat they've been basically stonewalled largely right but they're in these calls <laughs> reporting on the mhra constantly lying and, it, you, and and no one is holding it to account whatsoever. It's just ignoring this, FOIA requests and all sorts. And this moron jaw actually says this shows what a moron this guy is. Talk about once again uncommon sense, not having any uncommon sense whatsoever. Is hmm. is saying something like you should discuss vaccines at your Thanksgiving dinner. Now this is what I want to understand. <laughs> you have this guy who representing the government, representing the dementia ridden president saying mm. that you should discuss these kinds of things. Now, usually I say you shouldn't discuss political things, right, at Thanksgiving dinner. He's saying you should absolutely talk about vaccines with your family. The, if there's any violence on Thursday, if there's any violence or family violence or shootings within families, you can, you can, directly, you can directly blame this guy. What kind <laughs> of a moron? says you should talk to your family on Thanksgiving Day about vaccines at the, at the dinner table. You have to be an idiot. You have to be what where are these people do they do they develop in a petri dish, these people? Really? Are they developed in a petri dish? Do they have well, any street smarts, any street sense, any anything? Anything what to say something so fucking dumb and irresponsible that you should cause riots at your family at your family dinners talking well, yeah. who the hell wants to talk about and what kind of a moron wants to talk about vaccines at the family dinner? three years into this fucking thing is he who is that's he the worst that's that's the worst bit though you and i know that there are still plenty of people out there who will actually pay attention to this kind of messaging and then have some concerns it's like there are a lot of dumb and easily led people out there and they're still there even in the face of even in the face of massive amounts of evidence because they don't want to look imagine the, the dilemma of being in a situation where you think, fuck, I did, I did something irreversible to myself. And actually, I'm not entirely sure if I should have done it. And I might, I'm, I might even have had a heart problem or something else. But I don't want to admit that it could be the thing I did to myself. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then so in one hand, they go into a denial mode and maybe they don't take anything else again because they kind of quietly know that they that they may have hurt themselves. But there are other people who haven't really had a directly bad experience but they but but, yeah, but they don't but nothing's affected them and they may have even had covid twice or more mm. and then they still go and have a booster like you can't fix people that stupid right but in a way this is why this is why i'm sympathetic to the idea that it has ultimately become an iq test right in a, in a lot of ways and and if and if it ends up sadly with people exiting or having a shorter lifespan right or, or, or having a, a rapid attack of instant pharma. Mm. Largely, people only have themselves to blame now. And, and that is a true IQ test in the hardest sense. Well, it, it, Fauci comes out and says you shouldn't be ashamed to wear a mask. Of course, you should absolutely be ashamed to wear a mask. You're an asshole. And like I said <laughs> yeah. in yesterday's show, this is great, though, because now you know who the assholes are. Just by looking. <laughs> yeah, you can avoid you don't, even, you, don't have to, you don't have to strike up a conversation. Nothing. All you have to do is look. 
and you know now. So you should absolutely mm-hmm. feel like a total asshole if you're still wearing a mask. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Because you are. But, but you know, Mike, but we, we should all be concerned about climate change and pollution, shouldn't we? Yeah. That's, the, that's the real priority, which oh, is why we, we're dumping something like three billion masks a day into the ocean. Well, just, just like what the, they're made of? Yeah, oh, right, yeah, to the ocean properly. so that the whales can die on, can choke on them. But yeah, of that's course, right. that hypocrisy. I see them in the streets here in San Francisco, mass littered everywhere. But that's the thing, you see. Remember, the climate nut jobs have been telling us, according to the climate nut jobs, the world should have ended about 75 times already, you see. So these are the same people who are now giving us the third winter of death and destruction that never will happen. You see, the yeah. same people. They're exactly the same people. You're not you're not possibly suggesting that that, that human modeling of very large scale and complex events is utter bullshit and we can't do it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not like the last three years haven't proved that again. Yeah. Well, they're, they're all getting ready. They're all this is a test for their climate lockdowns, their climate shutdowns, their climate mandates, you see. This is all the test. Yeah. This is all to say, oh, now we need to do what we did for COVID, which didn't work, by the way, for COVID, for climate, which, of course, won't work. But it's all about that power influence and the new world order and the great reset and all that stuff they want to do. So this has just been the kind of a trial run for that. And it's gone kind of, unfortunately, swimmingly for them. I mean, I'm seeing more, you know, fight back on social media. I'm seeing a lot of these people like John Fauci getting totally ratioed. But, you know, once again, as you've said, there's still millions of people out there who take every word these people say as as like, you know, out of the Torah. It, it, it's, it's, isn't it crazy? I suspect though, that there's quite a few people who, who will not connect or relate the phenomenon of COVID and the mechanisms and techniques within it to climate change. Not, not you know, literally just the techniques and the, the pathways involved in both phenomena, right? And, and the, worst, the worst thing about c- climate change is this. The indoctrination into, into, into the, the abject belief of the narrative of climate change has been going on for basically about 30 years, right? So if you're worried about people not being able to reverse ferret out of COVID, you're fucked when you, when you think that people will, will abandon or challenge. If they're not already challenging uh, the climate change, anthropogenic, uh, global warming narrative. Now they won't do it in a year's time, right? That's the worst. And bit about what these it. people have done is they've taken real issues of like climate stuff, real stuff, you know, diseases, real stuff. They exist, and what they've done is they've made us not trust a word they say about any of it, and that's their fault. It's not our fault. Like I said all the time, it's yeah. Their fault. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, as well, it's like just basic stuff like now go out and buy an electric car. Yeah, but but you can't charge it. You couldn't possibly charge them all on our existing electrical grids. Are we upgrading any of that? No, of course not. So, so, we, can't know, can't three day we can't handle a three yeah. day heat wave in California without t- shutting exactly. people's electricity off, telling them to what happened in Texas in some cold weather. Yeah, we can go a week of cold weather in Texas. Exactly. What happens there? Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Hey, thanks a lot for the call. Iggy, Pleasure, mate. Take it easy. Of course. Um, I did want to just say one thing. I want to preview. I said the show was going to go an hour. It went an hour and a half. Where, where, where am I getting the energy from after a six-hour cross-country flight? But I do want to preview what I want to talk about a little bit tomorrow. We'll talk more about Fauci because he can't shut his mouth. He said today is the last time he's going to speak. at the. Get... He can't shut his mouth. He can't do it. Um, but CNN wrote the heading. This is a headline from CNN. There's nothing more frightening in America today. Nothing. Once again, this is not. There's nothing 
Nothing more frightening in America today. You know what it is? What do you think it might be? Vaccine mandates, mask mandates, vaccine passports, social credit scores, immigration, crime. No, there's nothing more frightening in America today than an angry white man. Me. I'm an angry white man. Thank you, Daniel, for putting this up. And he put Daniel put this perfectly. Racism normalized. So is this so racism is allowed now? It's okay to talk about white people this way. Is this the new normal or the new Jim Crow? What is it? What did this become okay and normal? Is this the new normal to be racist against white people? To see there's nothing more frightening in America than an angry white man. Oh, I'm an angry white man. Am I allowed to be angry at other white men? Is that okay? Let's just, we'll talk more about this tomorrow. But if, if I'm mad at Fauci or Biden, that's okay, right? But I, am I not allowed to be angry at uh, Jim Clyburn? Am I not allowed to be angry at uh, who else? Who else can I, who, and, uh, who could, who, who else can I not be angry at? Uh, I mean, his name isn't coming up. The, the new speaker of the house, the, the, the minority leader. Sorry. Am I, am I allowed to be angry? Al Sharpton. Can I not be angry at Al Sharpton? Is that illegal? Is that racist? Or am I just not allowed to be angry at all? Cause I'm a white guy. Am I allowed to have any kind of anger? Am I allowed? Am I not allowed to have any kind of crit, crit, Am I allowed to critique anything in an angry way? The headline in CNN: There's nothing more frightening in America today than an angry white man. What if I wrote: There's nothing more frightening in America than an angry black man? Cancelled, cancelled, Mike. You're cancelled, cancelled, out, cancelled. How dare you say angry black man? How dare you say that? All these criminals that we see on TV. All these people who are rooting, looting and raping and, and robbing people, most of them seem to be black. So if I said there's nothing more frightening in America today than angry black man, oh, that's so racist. It's so racist, Mike. It's so racist. But an angry white man, oh, that's not racist. You see, you say racism normalized, Daniel. Yeah. But what they used to call this reverse racism. It's not really reverse racism. It's overt racism. It's over. First of all, I would never say something as stupid as there's nothing more frightening in America than angry black man, because there are many, many, many things more frightening in America than angry anybody. Anger's not the problem. It's how you direct it. Do you shoot people? Very dangerous, terrible, horrible. Do you just direct? Do you do just do you debate people? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with discussing things? What's wrong with being angry at someone and discussing someone with passion? Discussing an issue with passion. Is that, is that racist? This is to the new normal, where it's okay to write a headline, there's nothing more frightening in America than an angry white man. That is just as racist as saying an angry black man, an angry Asian man, an angry Latino man. There's no difference whatsoever. If you believe so, you are a shit liberal who believes in double standards and hypocrisy. And we know that's been the left story these last decade or so. Double standards and hypocrisy, and it gets worse every year. And then you have a major news, takeaway news, a major something organization on television, which gets terrible ratings, and if you call them major anymore, putting up a headline like this, as though it's normal, and it's okay, and they shouldn't be canceled because of it. We'll talk more about that. 
tomorrow and other stuff. Okay, so remember, where are we? I don't know what day it is this week. So Wednesday coming up, Wednesday night. I'll be on tomorrow night. I'll be on regular time, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. Thursday, I'm going to take Thanksgiving off, and then I'll be back Friday. So remember, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. Be there or be square. The name of the show is In Let's Be Heard. I'm Micah Chopley. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I appreciate always the listeners and all the callers tonight. Who do we have tonight? Daniel Gator, uh, a.k.a. Izzy, uh, Jay, and Brady. I feel like saying, oh, my. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for the thumbs up. And I'll see you right back here, right back here tomorrow night.